Hey, this is Mateo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. <laughs> All right, we're back. Emma, it's another episode. We're doing this uh, on the road, you guys. We're at what university we're are we? We're at William Patterson University. University. And Mateo it, is doing 60 minutes. I'm opening for him. Well, and we I'm, have, I'm probably going to do like 30 minutes followed by like Q&A. We're each doing two minutes. Yeah, well, about two minutes, and we're all hyped up on coffee. So much coffee. We're with my uh, special guest, one of my best friends, Miss Patty. Hi, guys. Which pa- pa- Patty is like a like a your body language is like a dancer. Are you a dancer? I was a dancer for a long time. Knew it. Um, we're. I mean, Patty's an expert on most things we talk about sex. So this will be not to blow your scene. It's blow okay. your cover. It's okay. Just to, and to paint a picture, we, maybe we can have a picture of Patty too. But like, how? What type of like what? Like, Mateo said that, what was the type you were? You're an otter? I th- I'm sure I would be considered an otter. That's what I get called, is an otter. Or a faggot. Because I, I said that he's, like, a, the ha- a handsome, funny one. That's not, in the, that's not in the animal spectrum. But, so what kind of animal, what kind of animal would you be? I don't know that I, I don't know that I would be an animal. A I still, swan. I still think that I guess that I'm a twink. Technically, oh, I love the idea of a twink. Maybe I'm a twink, but I feel like I'm aging out of a twink. But I also have a mustache. But I'm yeah. five four, so I feel like it's a height thing. The yeah. way I describe Patty is: imagine Ariel with a mustache. That that's it. it. That's pretty accurate. That's it. I love the idea of a twink because if I was a man, I'd be a gay man, and I'd like Emma those wants uh, this. Her fantasy is to like. That's it. it. To fuck a t- she, she wants to fuck a really femme let's twink. Not make Patty too uncomfortable right now because we're locked this, in a room with no this, windows. This, and that's why you're here, Patty. Emma, no. this makes this does not make Patty uncomfortable. If anything, we are now in his wheelhouse. So yeah, we'll start with you first, but just say what it is that so, tell him your fantasy, which I, I don't even think our viewers viewers, our listeners, all ten of them know. We so we were trying to figure out ways like where it'd be like in what situation would I ever have sex with a guy? And I was thinking that it would be like it'd have to be like a very feminine guy and he'd have to be in some kind of like sex contraption where he was just his butt up and he was like locked in and he had a skirt on and he was like totally clean shaven and I would just flip the skirt up and all I could see was his ass and I got to like kind of like smack him around and call him a bitch or a faggot or I got to use like feminizing terms for him and he not have, too complex real simple and he'd have to call me like daddy and a king and then I'd, I'd fuck him <laughs> I actually, I mean, I don't know about that. I actually, I kind of, I do have, like, a slight fascination with sleeping with a woman. Like, I never have. There's maybe, I can maybe count on one hand how many women I've wanted to sleep with. You but there have been. One? Yeah, I actually do. And you like, never. Like, I sort of have this thing that before I, before I die, I want to sleep with a girl. Maybe. Just, like, once. And I've had a couple. There have been two. No, seriously. Deadass. Deadass. Because I'm curious, like, what do you picture happening? It's, a lot, mean, a lot of crying and braiding of hair. <laughs> a lot of a lot of fumbling. A lot of being like, "Are you okay? Is this right? Does but, this feel good? Am I doing it right?" So to you be would, honest, you would like get your penis hard and then put it in the vagina. Yeah, I think so. I mean, once upon a time when I was a teenager, I was like was making out with this girl, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah." I was like playing with her titties and whatnot. Nice. I got a boner. It happened. Well, I, you can, it's not like you're repelled by women, you know? I mean... Wait, that is a great... Did you ever have a boner when you were making out with your girlfriend at Michael's? Never. Oh, <laughs> I worked out. I worked at Michael's with... I made out with Francesca. No. You never had a boner at all? No. I never got that far with women. I'm still like a gold star gay. No one... They never... No one tried to give you a blowjob? No. I don't know. So you got an erection? I did, yeah. I mean, but then I tried to, like, I, I, 
venture down to like touch her pussy. And that's when it all kind of, like, it derails. And I was like, I gotta go. I gotta get out of this. This is making me uncomfortable. So I don't know what would happen, but I definitely know that there are a couple of girls that I'm like, I could see this happening. But they'd have to be smaller than me. And have have a big... Dick. Yeah, big dick. And I'm no, honestly, like I think I could make it work. I would like to see what it's. I I bet you I could pleasure a woman. I wish that everyone could have seen Patty's hand movements when he was describing going down. To I was gonna say, how, how did our cast turn into sex cast? By the way, <laughs> we opened off the gate with you smacking a femboy, calling him a faggot. But his hand movements were he did jazz hands. He was like, I went down there to see what was going on, and then he did jazz hands. So I'm gonna go down That's on you and, and all that jazz. <laughs> Why are you singing? <laughs> I feel like that's what it would be. It would be me being just like, oh, I don't know what to do. Turn into Nathan Lane of the Birdcage. Basically, yeah, basically. By the way, we're ba- we should describe, before, before we continue into sex, we right now, <coughs> the reason why it sounds kind of like, to na na na, is because we are in a small, and when they said green room, they're not kidding it's around. Literally, it's a green. It's literally a green room. No M- windows. I'm it's- waiting for it. Did it in? It's like that. See, it's like the land of Oz, the Emerald City. Yep. Um, but I've definitely been in weirder green rooms. What do you think the weirdest green room you've ever been in? The weirdest green room I ever. I did this show in. Um, oh fuck! In, uh, in a, where the hell was it? It was not Utah or Nevada. It was uh, in a mountain. Fuck, I remember. Anyways, the the guy who was like, it was, anytime someone's booking a room and they also host the shows, it's a problem. Right. And he started out real friendly, like, oh, hi, how are you, man? Like, that was his voice, and so already I hated him. And uh, he brought us backstage and showed us everything, and I kept asking. I was like, okay, well, where's the green room? And he never answered me. And I said, where's the green room? I asked five times. He never answered me. And so for five days, we had to sit backstage like next to like right where you walk out so we couldn't talk and you're stuck with him and you're on like a weird wooden chair the last day I mistakenly went to another room because I thought it was the bathroom it was the green room did he just not want you to go in there yeah why this man was a true psycho I swear to god I was trying to get to my airplane and it was a snowstorm I'm like he summoned the snowstorm to keep me here because he also could have just gone into the green room with you but I wouldn't have wanted that right and he knew that but this green room is, it's just, this is where we are right now, before we venture back into sex. I mean, have we turned into the sex cast? I'm okay with that, but, so... Because uh, someone's like, what did you talk about? And I was like, sex. Sex and problems. But, <laughs> uh, that would be the name of my album, actually. Sex and problems. But I had such a, because the last, when we were last recording, I had such a bad week. And then the week has now been on an upswing. But sex can be a force for good. This is my transition into the weekend that I just had because I had sex this weekend that made me feel more comfortable with my... It made me feel, like, okay with my sexuality. It made me feel... Like, my sex this weekend was so empowering. Like, sometimes I'll have... In the past, I've had sex... Like, have you ever had sex with someone where it's, like, you you, you know, I'll get it turned on by something being kind of wrong. So I'll, like, have sex with a person and then right after I'll feel, like, really bad. Like, I'll be like, oh, that wasn't good. Like bad in the sense of that person was like evil I wish I hadn't engaged in that but sometimes that can make the sex more fun this was it always makes the sex more fun but this sex was absolutely amazing and I felt like better about the world as and as a person after this weekend this was amazing see I had such good sex this weekend with this guy that every once in a while I hook up with he's married but they have an open relationship or whatever 
that it made me want to be in a relationship. I was like, oh, I can't be doing this anymore. I, I, I this is it. I need to, I need to go. I need to be in a relationship. And then I was texting this guy who I was having sex with, and he, he, yeah, I was just trying to basically get a point. I was trying to get across the point that I want to be in a relationship. But I feel that way every time I have sex with someone, and it's good sex. Like it's over, and I'm like. Mm, I really would like to come home and like have that all the time but the reality is is every time I have good sex I'm kind of like you need to leave yeah I mean that, there's one guy that I would want to stick around but I, he's you know he's, he's got a boyfriend do you want them to leave because you feel like is it like a fear of intimacy or is it you want them to leave because people you have good sex with sometimes you don't like talking to as much it's probably a number of things but I think I have a very eclectic very eclectic taste and so a lot of the times I will sleep with someone out of sheer curiosity like there's something like I may be I may be physically there's something about them that's either their personality or there's something that I find to be physically attractive about them or just some weird quirk that I'm like I want to see what your dick looks like or I want to know what you're like in bed and he's really into Captain Hook see I get I wish I kind of wish I was more like that I feel so like guarded about like sexuality stuff that like I get so like cautious with like Engaging with people sexually. I do too. I'm. I'm really. I. Well, I. It's almost like the sex parts. I'm also like zero or I'm on nothing or all. I'm not gonna sit and make out with you. I have to have full blown. Like I can't just. I'm like chupacabra in the room. You know what I mean? Like the lights go dark and there's two red eyes and they're from me. <laughs> Like, it just, I don't know what happens. Or I'm like, Mateo, it's fine. It's fine to just make out and then just like rest. But it's like the lights go out. It's like, the chupacabra. Like, See, I would think it'd be harder for a guy just to make out because your penises would get hard. Well, that, I mean, that's fine. But I just, I'm such an extremist in every part of my life that it, I, I just need a boyfriend. I actually, like, I'm totally okay with, like, making out and just, like, giving someone head. A lot of the times I just, like, I don't even really want to have sex with them because I'm like, it's too much work. As a bottom, I'm like, it's too much work for someone I don't give a shit about. I'm also okay with just having just um, some normal sex. I am. I am. Maybe I'm lazy, though. My name's John, and I'm the lesbian character from Pianos Explosion, (laughs) and I've come over here to, um... This wonderful podcast inside the closet. Emma, how are you? I'm doing good too. And I also like I had such a good time talking to the person this weekend too, which was so refreshing. Like it was like it was like a magical weekend. Did you figure out what lesbian sex was yet? Not exactly. No. Because I listened back to the podcast and I was laughing out loud because a lesbian was good she had to Google what lesbian sex was. What? That's how elusive it is. But you also got to understand, like I like, exp- I always like expressing myself. Like I consider myself very like gender wiggly. So I like excuse. I like the wigglies. Remember them? Like kind of like like when I have sex, I like my one of my preferred methods of sexual expression is I like wearing like a strap on and like being like a feeling more like a guy or a boy. Like a dom top. You want to be like a dom top. I don't mind if the girl takes, like, control of the situation, but I still want to, like, I like... You want to be in control. I don't mind if they take control, but I want to still be, like, the guy in the situation. Like, if it was, like, like, if it was, if you're a guy, you could still have your girlfriend, like, like, ride you and, like, choke you, but then you're still, like, the guy. But then I'd want to be able to, like, flip them over and take control. See, I would rather someone else take control. It's, because it's, I'm lazy. I don't think it's being lazy. It's like, what? No, I'm lazy. Oh, well, because it's... Well, let me tell you this. A lazy chupacabra. This, when when you have... I think that when someone's, like, a really good lover, it makes me think higher of them as a person, too, because, like... No, because I think the opposite. Sometimes I think the best sex is, like, idiots. 
And well, sometimes the best sex can be with. I've noticed maybe it's for women, like with like evil, sadistic women. But this, what is that? Like, is there something about them that it's, it's 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 what is it that makes them better at it? Because well, the ones that I'm thinking of were literally like horrors, like literally professional sex workers. Yeah, so, she has a, Emma's had quite a but, life. No, but, no, literally sex workers. But this, but this person, I haven't. But oh, this, Patty's got comments. This was bet. This was this was better than that because this actually made me like feel good as a person. This sex this past weekend. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel the exact same way. I feel like I every time I have really good sex with someone, I was like, this is bad news. Because chances are, they're probably having as much sex as I am. Or Yeah, I like, where'd you learn that little I don't trick? know. Yeah, I mean, oh, I, yeah, exactly. You're and a I pro, aren't you? Feel- and it fucks you up if you're like, how's the sex with Dada? And you're like, they were fine. They're not a professional, but they were fine. Have you had sex with sex workers? I mean, yes, yeah. Yeah, I have. And it, it is really good sex. But it's also something about... I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm a performer or something, but I'm really good at, like, acting a in situations. Like, so sometimes I can act like I'm really into what is happening. My friendship. Which, yeah, exactly. Um, which can be kind of misleading, but it can make for really good sex sometimes. It's, like, very passionate and, like, feels feels very connected, but sort of isn't. That's why afterwards I'm like, mm. okay, now you, now you have to go because we actually have nothing in common. Well, Will Miles taught me something where he said that whenever you have sex with someone, you have to, like, go, like, suspend your belief and pretend that you're already in love with them. And then it makes the sex, like amazing if you just for that moment pretend you're in love with them but that's That's interesting and that's probably why i feel so lonely afterwards because that's what i do 95 percent of the time well i have to say being an actress has always helped me (laughs) when i was having sex but the problem was after i had my hip replaced and then my knee replaced and then my other knee replaced so many knees and then my other knee replaced and i had my ankle twisted in my fight with my sister lorna Sex isn't so much fun. What's your favorite position? Lying down in a hospital bed. <laughs> With a martini. We gotta tell them our idea for a, um, a business. We actually had an idea for a business and we don't want to say I this. don't think we should share this. No? Maybe next cast. Okay, never mind. It's for bigger oranges. Called Moranges. It's about cutting fruit. but We'll get to that later because <laughs> yeah. we're taking it to Shark Tank. Yeah, it's, it's I want to tell you a story about a young girl who became a waitress and took a loan. And from that loan, she became known as... I'm out. <laughs> have you heard Mateo's impression of Barbara from Shark Tank? I haven't. It's I haven't. very good. I, there's a guy that I really want to have sex with. We've hooked up once, but, like, he's so deviant. Like, he's so sexually, like, he's just, like, fucking all the time. But there's something I'm attracted to about it but like I might the best of me is staying away from him but like I like it's like this you're like drawn to what's bad for you but I like like, I desperately want to go have sex with him but then I'm like no this is a horrific idea and he's also just a terrible person I was gonna say do you like talking to him no he's insufferable yeah see but I know that the sex would be amazing Right. My vote is if you don't like talking to someone, just like it's not even it's not worth it because it's it's just it's like at this point we're old enough where we've like had enough sex that like when you just don't like talking to someone, it's just like a waste of your time. Because when you actually like talking to someone, it makes everything feel really good too. And you're like, ooh, I get to. But I like talking to my friends. I don't. I haven't found a guy that I want to like talk to talk to in a minute. But they've got it. There's got to be one out there. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere out there, theoretically, there is that guy. But like where? Somewhere. Someday. And in the interim, 
right. It's like, but in the interim, I still need sex. Right. You know what I mean? In the meantime. So it's like, I don't know. No. Well, I met a guy today that has a boyfriend, so that's another thing that's happening all the time. How'd you meet this guy? I had this thing, I had this job I did. Mm. But now, there's clear, ob- like, obvious, like, flirting with each other. And how did he let you know he had a boyfriend? Uh, when he did three taps, that meant that he's in an open relationship. Three taps? Underneath the bathroom stall. No. I'm teasing Emma. Oh. We, we talk to like normal human beings. Oh. He said he's, he briefly mentioned his boyfriend, but that didn't stop him from getting my phone number. Right. Through Instagram, I might add, which is like, absolutely, when you're like, oh, DM me for your number, that's 100, I want to fuck. I, listen, he was fucking gorgeous, and I was like, <sighs> like, I was just like, I, I was really into it. But I mean, who knows? I, I'm, I'm right now. I'm, I'm at this phase in my life where I'm trying to, I'm gonna try and find a, a boyfriend. Now, how are you? What's the plan gonna be to try to do that? Like, how put are, a message in a bottle, go to the river, throw it, and wait for the best. Go down to the river. Any day now. Now, Patty's is from the south. So, how was it? Like, how were your parents when you came out to them? Oh my god, Patty's they, mom loves him. Yeah, no. I, I mean, so I grew up doing musical theater. So I was actually on the national tour of King and I, and we were in Houston. Well, who did Texas, you play? The, the only white kid in the entire show. Oh, and the we son. Were, yes, mother. I'm, I'm afraid whenever I feel afraid I hold my the little dumpy kid from the movie remember him well I wasn't dumpy. mother um, I mean he uh, was just I hated that not you but like he also played the dog in Annie but that's true that I, was my very really? yes that was my very first role ever just like on all fours just yeah, like in a, in a suit that was like his teacher to, knew he was a bottom yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I showed Mateo actually I have this like um Dog suit on, but just a full beat, full lipstick. Like I thought, six. You had to have that little gate face sticking out somewhere. Oh, one hundred, girl. I had to serve the children. <laughs> but I remember, and because I, I love the King and I, which now as an adult I look back and it's just one problem after the next. But the music's good. But I remember, I hated that kid, mother. I'm afraid, mother. I thought that's your son. What a boob. He was such a boob. Everything. She's like, what was his name? Louis. Yeah. Louis. Oh, Louis. Mother. Like, it just... How did you get, like, how did you get the audition? Like, how did you get into theater? Sucked the director's dick. Because, also, he was coming out of, like, the South. Yeah. Mississippi? Yeah. That's the fucking South. Like, Yeah, you're south. in, you, besides That's Arkansas, I, it's, a, it's a fight between Mississippi and Arkansas for, like, the most South. Yeah, well, I had a, the director I was working with that cast me as the dog. It's like, this is a talented dog. Yeah. Um, and she submitted me for a show, and I ended up booking that show, and then I got an agency, and then it all sort of just, like, snowballed from, from there. Miss, How old were you, though? I was 12 when I did my first show. From Mississippi. So were your parents... My first professional show. Yeah. And were your parents like, okay, you want to be in musical theater, we support that, and then we were like, and I'm gay? No, it was like... So I went on my, like, first two national tours, and then on the third one was when I finally decided to come out just to my mother, because I thought she could keep the secret. And I was like... I've met his mother. She... There's no way. Yeah. So I was like, (laughs) by the way, I'm gay. And she just looked at me and said, I know. Oh, See, I don't know how my mom didn't say that. What did your mom say when you came out? Well, so I came out to her at a silent meditation retreat. So, like, we were at silent meditation... I told I have the silent meditation retreat, silent lunch, and I said, Ma, we were, I've said this story before, but it was like, we were sitting across from each other, and I said, I have to tell you something. She said, shh, silent lunch. I said, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I got to talk to you. She goes, shh, silent lunch. I go, since she I've knew it was coming. I said, since I've been in college, she goes, shh, I've been dating women. And she went, ah! And then I went, shh, silent lunch. And she went, you little asshole. But then afterwards, 
she was like, because I, I said, tell me how you're feeling. Like, this is why when people are like, oh, my parents aren't okay with it, and they, I feel so weird about that. I'm like, I totally get it, because I was like, mom, tell me how you're feeling. If you have a big problem with this, like, let me know. Like, I just want to talk about it. And she was like, all I can say is, I guess I'm surprised. And I was like, but I was so, I was always dressing up like a boy as a little kid. Like, my whole, like, I'd be like, Katie, my sister would be like, Katie, let's play a game. We're brothers. And, or Katie, let's play a game. You're my wife. Like, so I was always playing that game. And I would play a husband, and I would like, poke her with a stick and I'd be like wife get me beer that was so I wasn't even be, I wanted to be a straight so you were a misogynist yes. child yes and my mom would be like where did you learn this behavior <laughs> where did you get this she's like a total feminist my dad's super progressive and then you've got me in the yard like poking my sister with a stick <laughs> going like wife 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 like just made no sense but she said she was surprised so it's that's great that your mom wasn't surprised because I don't know what my mom was thinking to be well, surprised. I had an older gay brother, and so my mother must have just assumed that all boys, well, I guess they all love dressing in dresses. Right. Because I, my cousin's also gay, so she must have been very confused about young boys, you know? Because she came up with no, all, mostly women in her family. But I would pretend to be Storm, so I'd take a cape and tie it around me, and my cousin Brian was Jubilee, so he'd take my mom's yellow rubber gloves. We'd run around the house, and I'm like, Storm! <laughs> you know, and it's just like, I wonder what she thought I was singing to the birds. I was... There's a video of my dad ice fishing, and I'm in the background holding my pole, being Maleficent. So my dad's like, oh, I got myself an eight point, whatever. And I'm like, Forest of Thorns shall be his tomb, born through the skies of the... Cut the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it's like, all right. I mean, it just was obvious from day one. But yeah, I don't, my, there's, like, there's video of me like trying to play softball and trying to play oh, t-ball like, and just not good. giving... Yeah, not giving a single fuck. And I used to dress up in my grandmother's like slips and heels and put on all of her costume jewelry so like it shouldn't have been a surprise but it's like what's really crazy is like she was okay with it initially but then my dad was like oh but I think it's just a phase because you're around all these other gay men so then they sent me to a psychiatrist for a little bit and then they came back around it was a really weird thing they were like we know but we're also just gonna get you checked out but now we're cool was did your parents have gay friends uh well my mother had gay friends in high school and we also had see that's fucking progressive because like my mom didn't have that at all because like people weren't I don't think was this in Mississippi too yeah they, she was born and raised in Mississippi wow because my mom was born and raised like Boston Massachusetts area and she didn't she had gay friends in college but like one or two yeah my mom and Aunt Cindy were like oh because we're from Chicago and they were like oh we we never knew why so and so never dated women now we know now all of a sudden it all makes know. sense well now my Aunt Cindy because she has a gay son is convinced she has gaydar. So everywhere we go, that person's gay, this person's gay. Malcolm was like, please, Cindy, not everyone's gay. Right. I know gay people. I gave birth to one. Right. I just, make them. She's, yeah. yeah, she is. She's making them. Well, we think that the gay gene in our family, because there's so many gays, we think it came from my grandpa's brother. No, it does who, not work like that. Yes, it, it does. does because it might, listen, I mean, it's on my dad's side of the family, too. Well, like, listen, listen to my You're theory. Relative. Here's my theory. Here's my theory. Like it's like having a big toe. No, it, it is. is. It, it is. is. It's like a recessive trait. All right, this is my theory. Okay, so my mom's one, okay, one out of five are Mexican-Italian, right? The, her dad's Mexican, my grandpa's Mexican. So, okay, then my grandma divorced him, remarried a Sicilian, had two more kids. Okay, three out of the five boys from the Mexican side, gay. The rest of the boys on the Sicilian side, which are four, 
not gay. And my Aunt Cindy's convinced that her Don, her dad's brother, was gay because he owned a women's salon, did regional theater. No. Listen, I'm not oh, done. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I'm not done. Oh, wait, I'm yes, not done. actually. Yes. Okay, owned a yeah, women's yes, salon. Yes, yes. Region- now, here's the kicker. Ready? Did regional theater saying all that jazz was beaten up constantly in high school mm-hmm. and had to have his brother protect him because he was made fun of so much. Gay! I mean, right. that's gay. So my aunt Cindy's like, I think he was gay. Not to like throw in all the stereotypes, but if it's the fucking 40s and 50s, that's all we have to work with. Right. So it's like, yeah, we think he's gay because everyone's gay in my family. We thought my cousin Kelly was a lesbian for a minute. Because also the other thing too is back then it, it wouldn't necessarily then be like, oh, he's gay. They would have been like, he has traits that are like feminine. And then they would think that he's acting like a girl or like, and that would be a sign of weakness. So then he would get made fun of for that. So like they, even if they didn't know it was gay, they'd be like, he's acting like a woman. Which would Get him! Yeah, very bad. So what did the psychologist say when you went? Well, actually, it's weird. Patrick, I'd like to have a discussion with you. (laughs) Yeah, it was weird. They were like, we're going to reevaluate your ADHD is actually how they got me in the room to start with. That is so, that is. Yeah, because I was like heavily, I was heavily medicated all through high school. Uh, And then I would sit down and they would be like, what do you think of this dick? So. How do you feel about that? So, no. So the psychiatrist was like... Can I ask you a question? What do you think of this? It pulls out a cucumber. (laughs) Wait a minute. No, he was just like, so your parents say that you're gay. And I was just like... Oh, my God. (laughs) Up way too early in the morning. Just like not ready to deal with this bullshit. And I actually think I like pulled out a line from like Queer as Folk. You know, like when Justin gets like... I've never seen the show. And was like, oh, okay. So Justin is like, he's like the young twink like in the show. And he comes on and he has this moment with his mother where he's like, I like dick. I like sucking dick. Like that kind of whole thing. I think I basically just... I memorized and repeated those to the psychiatrist because I, I just sat there not speaking uh, like for sessions on end because I was like, I don't know why we're having this conversation. I had to say the same thing to my father. I love sucking dick. <laughs> yeah, it's sort of we related about that. Did you feel like they were trying to figure out if you were gay just so like to see if it was something you were confused about or they were trying to do it because they were trying to change you? Because it could be some other like thing going on so like you get confused and you're like, oh, I'm gay and it's really like a... Like, this is a bad analogy, but I used to shoplift because I, like, wanted, like, help about other things. So it's, like, maybe they thought, or were they, like, really trying to, like, switch it up? No, I definitely think that's what it is. I mean, because they feel kind of bad about it. And I think that they just wanted me to be sure. Because I think in in their mind, they were, like... It's such a difficult life. We just want him to make sure that there wasn't sort of some sort of outside influence or something like that. In retrospect, I think they were doing it to protect me. There was never any moment where the guy was like, "So, have you thought about sleeping with girls?" It was he was he was just listening. Um, I don't he think pulls out trying. a fish and asks if you like the smell. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on. I've never. Actually, I was with one person. I'm just joking. Is that a bad joke? Am I a terrible no, feminist? One time I did. I was with someone that had like a very strange. So it's smell. a real thing. It was. How do you keep it not? How do you keep it fresh? Let me tell you. Febreze. I've never been with people where like that's a problem. But this one motherfucker, I'll never forget it. I was in college and I remember being like, something's not right. But you want the person you're with to feel like comfortable and good and it was like the first time we had hooked up and the last no I ended up hooking up with her a couple times because I was like oh maybe it'll change but some like there had to be like some kind of pH balance like something was not right like it was it was tough my friend Meredith had a yeast infection one time and put garlic in her vagina to like fix it or something and she goes now my breath smells like garlic 
I have been with women who have had that, and that was not half as bad as whatever was going on with the person with the pH. But how do you normally, like, how do you keep it so fresh and so clean? I think if people are just, like, healthy and, like, bathe regularly, then they should be good. Like, if, the, if there's, like, a funny taste to someone, then that means, like, you're, something is, like, fucked up within. Maybe she was just, like, running and there was, like, extra sweat. No, because I've been with people, like, on a hot summer day. I've been with people where it's, like, all kinds of temperatures. I climbed a mountain. I, 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 I think I booked up with people, like, maybe, like, I feel like I'm getting some kind of sauna memories. Sauna memories? I, I, I think so. In the I sauna? Mean, can I, I be believe. honest? I'm the only I'm still the only gay who's horrified you to believe. walk into. I used to you drink know? a lot. I used to drink a lot. Okay, fair, but, like, you think or you know? Wait, like, can we say that... How those paramedics when the paramedics came because I because when I drank if you didn't listen to our last episode Emma got or a couple episodes back Emma got drunk and fell downstairs yes but the paramedics were not needed the paramedics were called for no reason just why'd make, you bring that up I don't know I just thought of it I don't know the sauna <laughs> made me think of it the paramedics were are you not still do you still are you mad do you feel bad that I made jokes about you falling down the stairs. No, I didn't. I didn't even feel like you made jokes. I thought it was just. I didn't make jokes, but I'm like I'm bringing it up to try and make it like a conversation. But then I I feel bad if I'm I'm here right now apologizing if I've stepped over the line. I felt comfortable talking about it because so I I didn't do anything to step over the line. Because the other thing too was for me talking about it. Like it's like good to get it out in the open that it holds me more accountable too. Being like yeah, like if I like do when I start drinking, then I can go down this path where like I ran into someone last night who was there when I fell down the stairs. He was like I was so worried about you. He's like, do you remember? falling and I was like I remember the splat he, goes, <laughs> he was like there was a splat and he goes but there was also a flip and I was like oh and he goes you he was like I had seen you about an hour before and you were fine I was like yeah I had taken my Vibant oh. <laughs> I had taken my oh, Vibant which was ADD medicine and then I had drank the three vodka sodas really quick and when you take your ADD medicine like you can't feel the vodka hitting you because you're like kind of on an upper so he's like, you were fine, and then you were going down the stairs to your set, and he's like, and you were moving very fast. <laughs> he's like, I've seen you move before, but something, he was like, you were really flying. <laughs> and he's like, and then as you were moving so fast down the stairs where people were trying to be like, huh, he's like, and it was only like the beginning, someone stuck their head out the door, opened the door to say something, and all in the same motion of your fast movement, you, like, turn to say hi. And he's like, and then you flip, and you actually missed half the stairs, hit them, fell down, flipped again, splat. And I was like, wow. And then he goes, and then you jumped up after just totally splatting. And he goes, and the only reason you're probably really okay is you were so drunk, your body was relaxed. He goes, you jumped up and kind of stretched your neck as though it was some kind of athletic endeavor and then went on stage. And I was like... Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then you went on stage, and you're like, like, ready to go. Ready to go. He's like, we were like, oh, my God. And he's like, and you, like, did the neck crack thing, and we're like, ha. Like, it was like, <laughs> it's probably the most lesbian moment of my fucking life. But a flip, a flip, I'm not agile. Like, that's not like. I would give it. anything to watch you <laughs> For me to flip, that's crazy. I could see either one of you two doing a flip way more than me. You, you guys are both like very like athletic. Well, let me just agile. say that when you text Emma, you say, "Where are you?" Her first response is waddling around the city. I waddle. I trot. I'm confused. It's not like a graceful thing. So for me to flip is like, what power? Did I, you like, don't waddle, and you're not. What are you talking about? I feel like I, I like saunter around. <laughs> I definitely don't flip. Like, when he said that, I was trying not to be like, I was, he was like, there was a flip. And I was like, oh, wow. And he was like, it was, it was really crazy to witness. And I was like, I'm so sorry you had to see that. He was like, it was just, it was really, 
bizarre. He was like, <laughs> because he was, he was like, the whole thing. Like, Who the, was this? Des Bishop. Such a nice guy. Oh, I loved Des. Such a nice guy. He's oh, really, he messaged me too. Did he? God damn it. <laughs> He's really nice. He's classy. He's, like, really well-dressed. He came into my green room at Colbert. He's gorgeous, by the way. Oh, he's so hot. It's distracting. He's gorgeous. He's a... Where's he from? He's from Ireland, but also China. Oh, he's, like, the hot, like, Oh, yeah. That Patty met him. Patty was in Colbert with me. Yeah. He's hot. He's pretty attractive. He sat on Nexus, and I was like, hey, Zaddy. He, like, yes. didn't know how to talk to gay people. He called our friend Naomi a tranny. <laughs> no, he no. What did he say Bob to her? Bob the tranny. He's like, yeah. oh, you're friends with Bob the tranny, right? And we were like, and Naomi, and Naomi and I were like, Oh. Drag queen. Naomi Smalls, who's like a huge drag queen. He she said, would, Bo- he said Bob. He didn't know. He was. Right, I mean, right, he right. had no idea. And like, and that's the thing too. Is like, I'm not. You're not. We can't get mad at him. It was like course, he, right. he didn't know what he, he meant. Well. Also, tranny is something they say in the UK. Or at least I learned from big. Now, I gotta tell you guys this. I just. I'm not that. saying it's okay. I'm just saying maybe that was like a mistake. Or I read something about women who like cis women, like women with vaginas. I have no idea where the word cis. Oh, bio queens. Bio queens, but then they're doing drag. Right. Yeah. So what's what is what do you guys think about that? I think I have zero opinion on it. I mean, I think it's just I think drag has become like such a broad thing these days, like especially with RuPaul's Drag Race and like whatever. I think it just opened the door for a lot of people to sort of experience it. I think at this point it's just an art form, and I think whoever wants to participate is like totally welcome to participate you know I mean it's about it's about the performance aspect really than it is about like being male or female or right. whatever that and then I guess if there's cis women then it just doesn't have the same like transgressive quality because it's like they're it like goes in quote unquote with their gender norms because there's something so empowering when it's like someone who identifies as a man then wearing a dress and doing drag that's well amazing. it also used to be illegal Right. That's the difference. And it was, never it, was it was something that was I mean so yeah, it's tra- all art changes. Because for so a straight woman to do it, it's more just like them being very exaggerated. But maybe it is progressive in a way because it's like no, there's no thing that a woman well, like wear Lady Gaga is like a female drag queen. I mean, if you think about it, you know, it's like she's putting on a performance art and she's, you know, exploiting what the fe- the the quote unquote what it means to be a feminine and a female in society and uh, you know, so in a way her Madonna lies uh, share me, share. Um, you know, they're all sort of in their way, their own drag queens. Which drag queens look to those women to get their own inspiration. Now, and would they be able to compete in something like RuPaul's Drag Race? Well, no, I think that I think. Although we great I if mean, Cher did go on RuPaul's Drag Race. <laughs> Hi, my name is Cher, and I'm I'm old, and I my I don't know my bone density is up to snuff, but I'm here. I'm on Boniva, and I want to be RuPaul's Drag Race. Because. <laughs> Because how does he do it? How does Mateo do it? Do all, what? I think I'm voices. doing a bad job. No, Patty looked at me in disgust. No, all your voices I think are so good. Sometimes I get biased, like when it's like a friend of mine, like Carly. I feel Carly Aquino. I feel like anything she could do, I'd be like, I love it. It's so great. And then same with you. So like maybe I'm like I get confused, I, but I feel like you're so good at the voices. I, I do good impressions. You do a good voice. And he does... Wasn't that a good share? It was. That was a good I'm share. Also it was a lazy it. share. I'm around you so much that I'm immune to it because it's kind of like normal for him to just like switch in and out of voices. So it's right. just not a thing. I think I'm right. a crazy... I think I'm a psycho. And I think that like in my head I'm normal but to other people like they're uncomfortable. Oh, this was one thing that feared me. So because I was feeling like comfortable... You flipped over more stairs? No, not even that in the slightest. But, there, <laughs> but like I was feeling comfortable like this weekend like having like sex. Like I was actually... I was just feeling so good about it. And we had like great conversation. Like it was just like a really... It was such a treat for me. 
But such a true. Oh, for me to connect sexually with someone, like I literally, she made some comment where she was like, "Oh, you're in a different city all the time," like implying like maybe I would like meet a lot of people, and I was like. I was like, look, when we had sex the first time, I said, thank you. Like, you think I'm getting, I'm hooking up with a lot yeah, of people? Yeah, we got to go back to that. That's like, who, but, Who's in the middle of sex? The no, middle, in the middle of no, sex tor- says thank you. Towards the end. But it's because I, back in the it day. The before middle. or after you orgasmed? I don't remember. I it was it. before. Like, right before? No. Like, and by the way, thank you. Ah! But it was because, but back in the day, I was like, big pimpin'. But then recently, the more inter- more into entertainment I get, the I less. bet you never got any of this out of it. We took a car right here. I bet you never saw any of this in Emma as we drove up here. I mean, no, not yet. I mean, but no, not yet. I was I used to be way big pimping, but then as I got, <laughs> as I got, I'm serious. I was killing it. But then as I got more into entertainment, I like closed myself off because I already share myself so much that I'm like, oh, you know what I mean, or like. So, uh, so me one on one trying to be intimate is like a whole shebang. But I was getting really comfortable with this person, like sex texting, feeling really good, and then I sex, sex texting. Sex thing, so, I sexed something really like. And one reason, like when I first oh, yeah, I am having sex in the beginning, I'll usually be like, although I haven't had sex with this in a long time, but I'll be like, "Are you okay?" Because I like to get pretty rough. But so I, in the past, girls would be like, "Stop asking if I'm okay," and I'm like, "Oh, it's because it's about to go down in a minute." So I'm just checking. You cool with me grabbing your wrist? You cool with this? Because I'm gonna, like call you a slut and hit your face pretty soon. But like I have to get, I have to get yes. Like, have you ever spit in someone? <laughs> of course, I'm into that. I, I'll spit on anything, but I don't like spitting in the mouth. That's what I was going to ask, if you ever spit, spit in the mouth. I love it. I absolutely love it. I don't it. like spitting in the mouth. But don't, I don't mind But it, don't but tell me you're going to do it. Like, it has to be like an eye contact, non-verbal cue for you to spit in my mouth. And I am 100%. into it. But don't, like, hock a loogie in my mouth. Just let it drool. Yeah, if you... Just let it dwell is going to be the name of this episode. For sure. But 100%. I think I'm living quite a boring life. But this is what happened. So I put myself Emma, up. your position in this chair. Emma's about to physically strike me. They, but I, you are like a gargoyle in this chair. You are perched up and ready to go. I'm about to do a flip. You're about to do a flip again. <laughs> I imagine if I did a flip and you're the big... I don't like, see why you wouldn't. That lesbian in the flipping. But I... <laughs> that lesbian is flipping all over the place. There was a comedian who used to end all his sets in New York by doing a flip. Really? Yeah. Was he funny? He had to do the flip to end it. So <laughs> just flipping off stage. But when I was sec- I was sexing something dirty, and then can you imagine? Thank you. I'll be here all night. <laughs> but she, like I was Samus sex- or something, sexing something dirty, and then she said pause, and then I got really scared because I was like, oh no, I like put myself out there too much with saying something dirty. But the pause was actually I listened to your podcast, and I'm like, and it's over. Because who's gonna want to? Well, that's what I'm afraid to share stuff now because I'm I the, like the one of the sex I got last night. What was your sex? <laughs> I just did a flip. <laughs> Let's let Mateo keep some sense of a personal life, so you don't. No, they're all it. gonna hate me if because they want to know. But in some way, it's like refresh. I mean, it's like if someone wants to hear any thing then they could I have said things that would make your skin peel off. I know. Me too. <laughs> Me too. We should probably get ready for our show. Yeah, we're at 40 minutes. Yeah. So we'll, let's let's nip this in the butt. And um Patty, I can't believe we're ending it this way. Is there any place that people can find you online? Uh yeah, at legal minor on Instagram. Patty's Patty's got you need to go to his Instagram. I'll follow him right now. Uh, should we end any particular way? I feel like we just went we were getting into a rage. But we have to go soon. We gotta go. The show starts in like ten minutes. Okay. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you for being here. 
<laughs> Make sure to write us more questions. Yeah, please. Please write us more questions. The email. Um, the email is inside the closet podcast at gmail.com. And let us know who you guys want us to interview, too. I want to interview a therapist. Yeah. Okay. Bye.